Welcome to this week's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marissa and Tabitha. Um, this week we're going to be talking about, it's a little heavy, but it's um how you feel in a situation and walking away. Could it be abuse or could it not? But first, Tabitha, how you doing, girl? What's up? How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How's your week? It's not bad. You know, hanging out with my mom, went to a basketball game, cried over Kobe, you know. Oh, typical week. <laughs> Did you see um, so many people posting, like, um, pictures of the crash site? I know. It's like you can't even avoid it. I, but it's like, I don't, I'm not Crazy. quite sure how I feel about that because it's, is that appropriate? Should people be doing it? No, it's not. I don't think it's appropriate, but welcome to 2020. Nothing's appropriate anymore. Like, but everything's up for grabs, you know? But it's like we live I, in a country of no laws. Yeah. Like, I don't have a parent that died in that way. My father-in-law did die in a plane accident. Um, thankfully, nobody took pictures and posted it on social media. Right. But I, I just can't understand how that would bring someone comfort, to take a picture of an area, a crash site. I don't, I don't think they, it's like they're dis- disconnected from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's like, uh, you know, it's just like a movie. Like, yeah. it's not real. Unless and you start so to crazy. think completely about the lives and, the like, truly think about it, you know? But most people in the moment of it are taking pictures, you know, not thinking about what they're taking the picture of, like, truly thinking about it. Yeah. I guess it brings someone comfort in a certain way. And we can't, yeah. you know, I know that we're not allowed to judge how people find comfort. Right. But I, I don't know. There's levels to the shoot, as, as yes, very much so. Say. Very much so. But I want to delve into the, today's topic. Okay. And it has to do with abuse. So Jessica Simpson, Simpson I forget her new last name, um, came out with did a Did she memoir. change her last name? I don't think she did, but I think she added to it, No. I don't know. Hmm. So anyway, well, she go ahead. she talked about she was a victim of sexual abuse from the age six to twelve by a family friend, while her family would sleep over at the house when they would visit, and she shared the bed with another girl. Um, I haven't read the memoir. I'm sure we have the full picture, and I wasn't there, so right. I don't know right. everything. Um. And her quote unquote alleged abuser hasn't made a statement either. So um, she claims that it started with tickling and it went on to more uncomfortable things. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I heard about it. Did you read anything on it? I feel like there's some of just like small excerpts. I mean, I didn't read her entire quote. I just, I've read. Um, summaries about her quote. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. like she was six or something, the other person was seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. pretty much the extent of it. I'm mm-hmm. not, I've never really been a fan of hers. I've never, it's funny because Wendy Williams said, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Jessica Simpson and I'm like raising my hand from the couch. I know, she says I've that all the time. Her. And Wendy Williams has made it, made it, 
made a reference like, tell me one girl that doesn't have Jessica Simpson's shoes. And I'm like, uh, me? Me? I never bought her makeup. I never no. bought her clothing. I didn't buy her shoes. Like, I'm not... I'm not a fan. And it's no. not about being a fan or not a fan as to why we're talking about this. It's because she's alleging she's a victim of sexual abuse from the right. age 6 to 12 by a family friend whom she shared a bed with when her family went for visits at the family home and they shared, they stayed in that family home. Right. Now, um, the word abuse, according to uh, Webster's dic- oh, sorry, Oxford's Dictionary, it's a verb, and it's use or something in quotes something you oh, sorry in parentheses to uh, use to bad effect or for a bad purpose a misuse or sex, second uh, meaning treat a person or an animal with cruelty or violence especially regular or repeated. Um. Now. Um. You and I have a mutual friend that um, also claims that she... And the only reason I'm saying claims is because no one has been arrested, no one has been charged. I have never spoken to the abuser, nor would I ever want to. She alleges, she claims that she was a victim of sexual abuse. And she says, and when she and I were speaking about it, I said, is that abuse? Or is that just... Is that a sexual abuse? Or is that like just mistreatment of another person? Her definition of abuse was when you walk away from a situation and you feel victimized and you feel like you've had no power in that situation. And I went, hmm. Oh, that's an interesting definition. Um, hmm. Inaccurate, but interesting. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting definition. But I don't, I'm not quite sure if I can say this Jessica Simpson thing. I'm not saying she was not sexually assaulted. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying she wasn't a a victim of abuse. I'm not sure. What I'm saying is I am not sure if we can define under those terms. While she did feel uncomfortable, while she did not feel safe, I'm not quite sure if we can say that she was a victim of sexual abuse. You know what's weird? It's like, okay, so this, this... this person that abused her, mm-hmm. like she said, the person was seven, right? Yes, she was only a, y- a year older. Yeah. My what I'm thinking to myself is that kid is being ab- abused by an adult. Mm. You know, and yeah. and utilizing whatever that adult is doing to that little girl because it was a little girl, seven year old yeah. girl, whatever. Yeah. It, Whatever that adult is doing to this seven-year-old girl, she is in turn doing it to someone else because she doesn't understand. But I can't really label a seven-year-old as a sexual abuser. Obviously, if she's doing that, she's being being abused. Um, So she has made she's made her rounds with uh, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, because she has a book coming out. Yes, so she has made her rounds because she's talking about this in her open book. It's called um, in her memoir. Um, in a BBC interview, she's, she made claims that she ha- part of her healing process was confronting her abuser, and she made a claim. Only in BBC, though. I'm not quite sure she, why she didn't do that in the U.S., but um, she made a claim that this person was also being abused. Oh, really? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. The, the the one that because I because you have to deep dive it. You have to. That's that and it. that's the whole thing. You you have to deep dive to look for that quote because um, in the U.S. they're not making that claim. The only the only claim that they're putting, and I'm not quite sure if she didn't speak on it, um, right? But she's not quoted to say that. Yeah, because like she did an interview with Hoda Kotb, and mm-hmm. the only thing she says is that she was six, and I and by a young girl who was a family friend. Like a young yeah. girl could be 15. Yeah. So there's a big difference between 15 and 7. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's so annoying. It's, it's, it's annoying so for so many reasons. Like on her end, mm-hmm. and it's annoying on the U.S. media's end. Right. Like there's like no follow-up, or if, there, if, or if she said that, you decided to omit the fact that the girl was 7. Right. Like, what the hell? Right. Right. I don't know. And that's that's, crazy. It's one of those things that, like, I'm not not victim shaming, and that's not what I want this conversation to feel like. I'm not victim shaming. If that's how she feels, I can't take anything away from her. That's how she feels. This is her words, her truth. But the way I'm interpreting this, we need to be very careful with our language because you're calling another seven-year-old who very well is a victim, is an abuse victim herself. You're calling her an abuser. That's a very dangerous allegation. And for you to say, um, you know, you were a victim, let, let's, let, we don't exactly know what happened. That book is not out yet. It comes out February 4th. But I haven't read the book. Um, but I, I'm not quite sure. Show, let's be real. I'm definitely not going to read it. I'm not a fan of hers, and I really don't care. I don't care what what happened with. She's talking about her divorce, and she says that she was um, um, abused alcohol, and she had to give up drinking in 2017. I could genuinely care less about her alcoholism and how she feels she wasn't present for her family, and I don't. I don't care. I don't care. All this stuff makes me dislike her even more. If that's impossible. (laughs) <laughs> pills pills and alcohol and that when she got her record label she wasn't spiraling diets and this and that. Um I I can't I I can't have a care for some white pop singer that that makes shoes now. I, I really can't. And now she I, has an album coming out. I I don't Oh and by you're calling abuse at six by seven year old. Yeah. That's a bold statement. That's a, that's a really bold statement. You have to be very careful. And the thing is, you know, people are relentless. The internet is not. It's it, internet ain't a safe place. So no. somebody somebody is going to call out someone that's a family friend from a long time ago. People might get looked at in a funny way, like, "Oh, are you the family friend?" Because you know, like right. when you, "Oh, I, oh, our families, I've known her since." Oh, are you the one? Especially because she went into detail about. Whatever we came to town, like it was multiple times staying with this particular family. Yes. So the yes. process of elimination. Oh, she used to say stay at Bob and Mary's. Yes. All the time, whenever you know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. That's just know. a dangerous thing to say, and then for you to say like, there's, there are genuine victims of sexual of sexual assault, and your your blanket statement, your blanket statementing something that is a very hard thing to deal and have happen to you. 
and I just I'm yeah. not quite sure. I'm not quite sure that we can call this what it is. I'm not quite sure the words that she is using are the correct words for what happened to her. What makes it very difficult too is that like it's a very sensitive subject. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a subject, especially in light of the Me Too movement. It's very like yes. about, you know, and then I you know, I think to myself, you no, know, I've discussed on this show and with you personally, my own personal you know, history with sexual assault, sexual abuse. And, I'm, you know, for me to be like, whatever, bitch. It's like, yeah. I don't I don't want to be that That's person. That's a heavy thing. But I don't want to be that person. You know what I mean? But I know. I know. That's a real heavy thing. That's a heavy thing. This is all like, like, I know I'm talking wild right now. I picked this topic. I know I'm talking wild. But at the same time, we need to call things what they are. We can't. We can't say, like, um, oh yeah, you, you she she tried to deal with her past trauma with alcohol and abuse based on this. Right. I'm not quite sure that's what it is. Yeah. I, I, I mean I mean I think it's abuse. I, I definitely mm-hmm. think it's a form of abuse, but mm-hmm. you can't put it in the same category as so many others. Maybe it's its own lane and it's something where Maybe. you know, the person abusing her is also abused. Right, right. That's a whole different, that's a whole different, like you said, a whole different lane, a whole different category, a whole different spectrum. Right. And can I blame this little girl? No. I, she I, mean, I, I, I can't because, it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it's, it's tough. Like man. I said, it's a heavy topic. It's, it, I know it's a really heavy topic and it's a hard thing to, to talk about. And then for you to blame your your incessant dieting, your failed marriage, your um, I'm not sure if that's the right term. Failed marriage, your divorce, um, um, your your drinking, and your she said she abused pills. I'm not quite sure what pills she means. Um, I mean, so, yeah, but she's she's blaming all of this on her past trends and how she had to heal. And she said she confronted her abuser, and that was a really hard thing to do. I'm not... I, I don't like this. You just have to pick somebody. <laughs> this whole topic, the whole person, the whole everything. But I think it's important. I think it's important because I feel like there's somebody out there that is is walking around as an abuser with shame, but they didn't know what they were doing. This this was not a malicious intent. This right. wasn't... There's somebody's out there reading this and saying, I'm a predator. I'm disgusting. But meanwhile, they were being abused. They had no concept of what was happening. I don't think that's fair to that person either. No. Because this is not... This, no. is, this ain't nothing new. No. What happened to her ain't nothing new. But for somebody else to walk around with shame, guilt, and fear, and self-loathing because of it, that's not fair either. This whole, I, it's, this whole thing is weird. And it's weird to me because, like I said, it's a seven- and six-year-old. Like, I don't even... Like, at some point, they were the same age. Yeah. Maybe. It's very, and, and these are, that's a very young age, and you're not very aware of these things. I don't so, think you like have you, the emotional capacity. 
ahead. But, like, you have a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, your seven-year-old doesn't have the brain function to be an abuser. No. If anything, your seven-year-old copies, sees something on TV or in person, life or whatever, and copies it. Your seven-year-old doesn't come up with, like, at seven, you're not, like, sexually fluid. No, I don't think those hormones are in in place yet. Unless somebody is is exposing that to to them. Doing it to you. Right. That's exactly it. So it makes it very uncomfortable for me when she's, like, out here, you know, shaming a seven-year-old. I mean, it sucks. I understand, yeah. you know, for her, maybe the experience, like, I can't speak to her experience, but it's just, the timing is weird. Like, you know, it's the Me Too movement. It's, like, everybody got a story. And I guess you should share your truth, but your truth is with a seven-year-old. You're not it's getting like raped by, by Harvey Weinstein in some bar or hotel room. It's a seven-year-old. <sighs> Let's talk about the fact that a seven-year-old is, sexually, quote-unquote, abusing you. What the hell is going on with that seven-year-old that that seven-year-old feels that she can do that to you? Or that she has that a they're expressing, yeah. They're expressing some sort of affection to you because that's what's being expressed to them. And then I feel uncomfortable about the fact that she says she confronted her abuser. Like, really? How do you confront a seven-year-old? Like, what, do you, what happened in that confrontation? Did the seven-year-old say, I was abused, I'm sorry? But when did this confrontation happen? When did this happen? In your 30s? During your sobriety? Like, when when did all this happen? I need more information. It's all the way wrong. Like, how do you, what Mm -hmm. is exactly? And if this is the same seven-year-old that was doing it at 12, did you do it when the seven-year-old was 13? Like you said, was it when you were 39? Two years ago, when you were 37? Like, what are you doing? Like, I need more information. She claims verbally. Um, did again. They never handled it verbally, but they never stood over at that house again. And that the mother slapped the dad's arm and said, I knew something was going on. The dad kept driving because it was in a car. The dad kept- This is when she told her parents about what was happening. The mom slapped the dad's arm and said, see, I told you something was going on. And he kept driving, and they never stood at that house again. Okay. So I don't. There's just when you when you're on um a, such a public platform, and you come out with these very sensitive allegations, you have to be very careful on how you're talking and what you're talking about. You have yeah. to look at the whole thing from all angles. This situation that she's talking about, I'm not quite sure she can call herself a victim. I'm not quite sure that she can she can blame and pin her actions as an adult on any as a privileged adult on right. anything that happened at seven to twelve by someone who was ninety nine percent sure. I am ninety nine percent sure is a victim themselves. Now, she's talking about she's a preacher's daughter. Now, did she go with kindness and compassion? Or did she come in as, again, a privileged adult and as a bully to confront someone? You made me feel this way. You did this to me. Shit is crazy, yo. I, I, I don't even, like, it's a weird, like, it's a weird conversation to have because it's like, 
when we when we upload the show, are people mm-hmm. going to look at us like, oh, they fucked up. They don't even have, you know, sympathy. You well, know, they do, though. It's so weird. I do, and this and this is why I'm 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 asking these questions. Not only do I have sympathy, I'm looking at it from multiple angles. This is a little girl that was going through trauma and expressed her trauma the only way she knew how. Right. You don't know what this little girl's been told and taught. As a victim, you're being told that you know there's multiple ways a predator um speaks to you during these things. So this victim is expressing what's happening to her the only way she knows how. Right. So it it goes to like the initial um question, I guess you would say, about mm-hmm. podcasts. It's like Right. Do we is all this have abuse? to agree that it's sexual assault? Right. Like if somebody comes out with something, do we all have to be like, Yeah, that's what that is? Even like if they say that. Right. They say right. I'm sexual assault, you just have to take them at their word and be like, Whatever, that ain't true. Right. What do you think? I don't think we all, uh, clearly, uh, the definition of sexual assault, I don't believe it's a clear definition. Obviously, sexual assault, um, penetration, um, unwanted penetration, unwanted um, sexual advances by another person or thing, right? Right, right. Um, But... But this is unwanted advances by someone or something, because um, people use tools, someone or something in a malicious manner. If you don't know, if you're a seven-year-old, you cognitively do not know what is happening and you're doing that to someone else, it's not like I believe a seven-year-old knows if I hit you in the face with a bat, it's going to hurt. I believe, I believe a seven-year-old has the cognitive function to know what that is. See, here's like, the thing, though. Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so you know, that, yes, I believe that a seven-year-old has the cognitive functions to understand that that is not, that's not appropriate, right? We can't hit people in the face with a bat. As far as a sexual assault, what is it? Tickling on the back and then something else? What was the something else? What else happened? It got very uncomfortable. I understand that. But now what's happening what 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 was the communication? What were you what what was this seven year old who I don't believe has the cognitive function to understand what sexual abuse is? See, here's the thing. It's like there's a difference between sexual assault and sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And sexual abuse typically, like sexual assault, is like being forced. Right. You know, like against your will. You're assaulting mm-hmm. them. You're making them do something that they want. Don't want to do abuse is like, um, let me not say <laughs> Un- you know, unwilling participant, an unwilling participant, right? But they don't necessarily always say they're they're unwilling because they said that it's um it's usually involving like a child or somebody significantly right. older. So it's right. like okay, so do any of these titles fall into what she's describing? Hmm. But I guess, and so in the, in, it says the use of a child or other individuals younger than the age of consent for sexual stimulation. Oh. 
I mean, oh, so I guess you could. One. I guess you could say it doesn't matter the age because if the ages were reversed, say she was a seven-year-old and the other one was six years old, and the six-year-old was like, it's just I'm hung up on the age. I'm hung up, yeah. hung up on it, you know, because I I was sexually abused at five, right? But not from a six-year-old. By a, a grown right. man, you know. What right. I mean? So it's like I can't, I can't relate. I, I, I don't even see. I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't know. And this so is really you, tough. Take her, you take her at her word because you know, who am I to negate somebody else's experience? But at the same time, I'm putting it like in a corner over there, in a box in a corner over there, and I'm not going to use it to to reference. Um, situations that I really deem as sexual abuse and sexual assault. Because that's just like on a whole other, I don't know what that right. is. So, so, okay, so are we agreeing it's on the spectrum of abuse? Mm-hmm. But because, because she had an unwanted um, advance that she did not have the functions, cognitive functions to agree to, but at the same time, um, we we agree that her quote unquote abuser was a victim herself, and she also did not have the cognitive functions to to understand what she was doing. Is that Correct. fair to say? Yeah, that's that's how I would look at it. That's definitely how I okay. would look at it. Oh, <laughs> this is heavy. <laughs> I know. Oh lord. Know. Oh lord. Crazy. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. It doesn't make me feel, even though we talked this out, we came to agree. A conclusion. Conclusion. Not that we disagreed to begin with. Oh, yeah. I still don't like the bitch. I still don't like her. (laughs) What is it about her? I have no sympathy. I don't know. I just, there's something about, you know what she, you know what she embodies for me? Well, she embodies white privilege. And I, I don't know. I've never... She's like the girl that, like, everybody is supposed to love. She's blonde, blue-eyed. You know, um, she was, like, one of the few people that came out that had, quote-unquote, curves. Before... Ew. Before I Kim remember Car- this. Before Kim Kardashian. Yes. Like, they were making it seem like she had the perfect body and she's this, that, and the other. And I'm like, what? What you know, curves? They're heaping all this praise on her, and it just—I wouldn't say that I was jealous. It's not like I wanted to be her, but it's like mm-hmm. it's like it's like the whole Marilyn Monroe thing. It's like, what's so great about her? Have you seen Dorothy Dandridge? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're not noticing her. Okay, have you seen Dorothy Dandridge? <laughs> I remember back when, back when, like, I remember with the whole like, um, she's so brave. Gained um ten pounds, and it's like, yeah, because she's not twelve anymore. Like, right? How is that brave? I think I think you know. Like, have you ever heard about a suffragette? No. And it's like it's one of those things where people, when people will heap things on you, even like when you can think about your own childhood when your parents mm-hmm. are constantly heaping something and throwing something like like this, like this, like this, then it makes you not like it even more. 
Oh, yeah. You know, so maybe, that's but that's it. it. I, I think about, like, Brussels sprouts. Like, I wasn't trying to eat Brussels sprouts. Now I like Brussels sprouts because nobody's trying to force it down my throat. So maybe when Jessica Simpson's 70 years old, I'll be like, yeah, I like I finally like her. <laughs> she goes, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, she cool. You know, she's like a dry Brussels sprout. You don't realize how to cook them yet. You know, you just, oh, you just shoving it down your throat like it's so good. It's good for you. No, I don't want it. So, yeah, oh, thank you. It's a Brussels sprout that I don't want. No butter. Oh, my no, gosh. No garlic. Jessica Simpson's a Brussels sprout. Brussels sprouts are delicious. Can we see what else, though? But I didn't like them. Yeah, but, no, you're right. Yeah. We didn't like them. No, I definitely didn't like them at six. There's a lot of veggies I wasn't trying to feel. But, you know, maybe when Jessica Simpson is 70, you know. Yeah, okay. I'd be like, oh. I'll okay. know how to cook. I'll know how to she, cook them. Okay. She, she's mature. I like her. And right then now, she's saying how, like, know. it's so funny how, like, so my mom, my mom was, uh, I think this is no secret. I think I've said this before. My mom was known to like a glass of wine or two. Right. So when, when um, I when 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 she talks about like oh, I was drunk everywhere and you know I'm noticing everybody's laughing at me you know and I'm like yeah but I honestly think that you might be that ditzy I don't think it was the alcohol. <laughs> she's talking about she um she was on an interview and she's talking about she met the interior she was at the White House and she met the Secretary of Interior and she was like it's so beautiful I love what you've done with the place. I love it though. No, you, but you don't. You just don't have a good education. Like, this is not new. <laughs> well, maybe there were some things, some embellishments that stood out. That yeah, because that was part of her likability from that that um um the TV show that they had together with her what? first husband. Oh, the fish in the sea of the world. Oh, like. The, um, no, like is is uh, tuna, chicken oh, or fish? Because yeah. it says chicken of the sea. Right. What an ass. And do buffaloes have wings? And but I got it. Like ate it up. They loved it. They loved it. Yeah. But you know what? She capitalized on that because she ended up with all these extra commercials and things, and she became so likable because of that. Because they're both kind of dull, and I think Nick Lachey is so boring. I, I, you know, me not liking her made me like him more. At the time, but I find him no, very. I'm fine with I'm fine with him. Now. I have no, I have no like real true opinion about him one way or the other. I saw his show mm-hmm. that he had with his brother, which was cool. It wasn't like oh my god, so great appointment TV. But I was glad that he was able to move on with his wife. And what was the show? Him and his brother. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but. They they were re um they were redoing a bar, a sports bar together. Oh. Like they bought a bar and they remodeled it and they both both their wives were on the show and their kids and you know but not like in main part like background like he would go home and then that kind of thing. Oh, that's then, cute. Yeah, it was cool and they'd be at the bar, but his brother was like more involved with it and constantly asking Nick to like come on and then Nick would come back from like, doing some kind of show or something and, like, try to make all these decisions, his brother's like, bro, you wasn't even here. Like, I've already made, I've hired the people, like, <laughs> down somewhere. 
<laughs> Ain't that the worst? With it's the worst. later, and they ch- like even the science projects in school. Like, first of all, just shut up and and type this up. Right. Just shut up, type this up, and show up. Like that's exactly. it. Exactly. But yeah, so that's that's what the show was. But I don't know if it's still on or not. I'm not sure, but. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I mean, I ca- I caught it when it was on. I didn't like like appointment TV, DVR. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but it was I, um, do you want? So I, I'm transitioning a little bit here to um, okay. our Yep, that's trending. Yep, that's so trending. It's, yep, that's trending. So do you ever? Do you ever? Um, there, as 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 you progress in life, your appointment viewing TV has changed, but there's some nostalgic endearing people from appointment TV um, that you're like, they, these mofos can never do no wrong. It's a long-winded way to set this up. I haven't talked to you about it, but I feel like as soon as yeah, I like, explain this, oh my gosh. as soon as I explain this, it's just girl, I'm long-winded. So okay. do you remember America's Best Dance Crew? Mm-hmm. Randy Jackson, yes. AB. Yes. Okay, who do, you, who do you think of when I say this? And that's the one with the groups of dancers would come out in, on MTV, right? Yes. Yes, that one, that one. Um, I think two people come to mind. Um, Little one. Mama and Stacey oh, yeah, yeah. Chazez. Chazez. Okay. I was thinking the Jabberwockies. Oh, see, I was thinking about the judges. Yeah, the Jabberwockies. The my bad. Oh, no, no. Okay. So, but you just put it in my head because you said Randy Jackson. You screwed me up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was whatever. Anyway, I forced that up on my end. <laughs> yeah. there are so you know Hawks have mm-hmm. Hawk head stabilization. You can move their bodies in any which way, but their head is stabilized and, and set on a target. Right. Somebody put a video of Hawk head stabilization, and somebody posted, and this is this is again just another nod to as to why Twitter is the greatest thing on earth. Um, called out the Jabberwockies and challenged, it's called the Hawk Head Stabilization Challenge. And they go, um, you have 24 hours. The Jabberwockies said, okay, but we created the video of two of the dancers doing the Hawk Head Stabilization. I saw something about them, but I didn't know, I didn't read it, like understand what the hell was going on. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand what that means. So if you look at the video, Hawk Head Stabilization, there's this, uh, I don't know, a hawk expert, a zoologist, whatever, holding a hawk and moving its body, and its head is staying exactly where it's looking. It's not moving. Okay. So you know how, like, camera, a camera crew has, like, that, that um, when, they're, when they're, like, um, the, the camera is stabilized even if, even if everything else is moving? Yeah. So that's exactly what a hawk head does. Oh. So the Jabberwockies and recreated it where one is standing behind the other and it looks like he's moving his body, but his head is actually staying exactly where it is. And what I was saying now. Oh, okay. Okay. So the Jabberwockies are just, like, there's certain people that they can do no wrong, and they're literally the most endearing group of people ever because they're like, they see a cute challenge. Or I, I got to stop saying the word cute. They see a challenge, and they, they, they understand the tongue-in-cheek of it all, and just, right. all right, but, and they took on the challenge. And it's that's like people cool. are going nuts because they actually listened. Well, that's, I mean, 
hey, they've been around for, like, somebody, like, challenge. They're going to challenge you. They're going to go for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But not everybody does. There's so many people out there that completely ignore. So what was it? So you wrote me, I don't think, what what is the topic? There's certain nostalgia things. (laughs) So long-winded. There's certain things that are so nostalgic that really, that, that really, Speak to your heartstrings, and I'm saying that the Jabberwockies have created, etched themselves to a certain age bracket, of course, etched themselves that everything that they do is just absolutely so endearing, and they can literally do no wrong. In your opinion. obviously, in my opinion, right? It's, it's obviously, there's exemptions to everything, but really taking on a hothead challenge, I think that's just so endearing. And it's just so, it's just so in part to like the character that they have built for themselves of who they are as a group. Right. Like, of course, the Jabberwockies take on a challenge like this instead of just ignoring it. Well, most people, if you get enough, that I don't think it's, it's an anomaly with them taking on the challenge because I think most people, if you tweet, like Twitter will force you. Because of so many likes and mentions. Yes. You get a million mentions, they're like, all right, fine, we'll do it. <laughs> or, or you get like, 24 hours, though, like that. Look how many know. people were forced to, like, like either take somebody to prom or acknowledge them in a video clip because a million people told it, where you at? Why are you not responded? You know what I mean? Oh. And then it, it, the longer you go without responding, the worse your quote-unquote brand becomes. This is what oh, I think, so, you know what an example for me is? So people, Go ahead. like, what do you call Kim Kardashian's um, people? You know, like, what do you, what do you, you, you know, like, Beyonce has the beehive. Oh, I don't, does she have, does she have a name? She has people, but I don't think she has a name. But my point is that, so Beyonce did all these, these um, Ivy Park, you know, what do you call them, um, containers with the clothes and everything that she shipped with celebrities. And all these people called out Beyonce for not shipping it to Kim Kardashian. Like they were fucking best friends or something. Oh, and you think that's why, do you think that's why she got it? I do. Why why so late? Why? It was like almost, almost two weeks later. Yeah. But did she just post it late? She, she, see, I believe that Kim is is that type of person would be like, well, I had it the whole time. Like, she didn't say when she got it. Right, right. She, she could be like, I just posted it now and got it the day before. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause she seems oh. to me to be the, because she seems to me to be the type of person that, like, who doesn't love Beyonce? Now I sound like yeah. somebody's talking about Jessica Simpson. There's a lot of people that don't like Beyonce. <laughs> but, um... She obviously we know she likes Beyonce, and to mm-hmm. me, in my opinion, she would have posted that shit on a quick. Oh, she posts everything she does is on social media. So, in my opinion, she got it like the day before, maybe two days before, and right, like I was meaning to do this, bitch. You just got it, and you think that that Beyonce, oh, in 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 an essence, got bullied into sending her, yes. Hmm. Because let's be real, Beyonce cares about her image too. 
I mean, they all care about their image. Yeah, yeah. they all care because they, that's how they make their money. And so, you know, as much as there's a reason why, like, as much as Beyonce posts, she's always posting pictures of herself and stuff to right. stay relevant. She don't have to do that. And there's a reason why she doesn't do interviews because of the allure. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about her image. Yeah, I, it's so, part of her brand. Right. So it's like, okay, let me send to to Kim. And then remember that story came out? It wasn't a story, but you know how, like, when you're, abs- when you're swiping, you accidentally like something? I think we talked about this last week. Like, damn, I didn't, well, why am I following this person? And you realize because, you, you know, you're doing this. You're doing you're on Instagram, but not everybody knows you on there. Yeah. Although Instagram likes to tell everybody she was on a minute ago. It's like, could you not let everybody know what the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> yes, I was on at three o'clock in the morning. Leave me alone. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> no, but, but like, remember she accidentally liked Kylie Jenner's um one of her posts or something. She was oh, probably and then unliked it. Yes, and unlike oh. it. But she didn't unlike it right away. She unliked it after everybody was like, oh, Beyonce likes Kylie Jenner. Because she didn't know she liked it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh. So, what all this has to do with what your topic was, I don't know. I'm going to pick a cute you. <laughs> that's what you get <laughs> now you can't be mad at me I'm, I don't care I'm going to be mad <laughs> always telling me I go off on tangents but no, just because I do it every once in a while five to two there's no competition you win <laughs> listen but I don't understand how people I don't understand how people listen I don't understand how people don't speak in tangents. Like, the fact that people stay on topic, unless it's an argument. If it's an argument, we stay on topic. But if you're just having a general conversation with someone, I don't understand how, how you don't go off on tangents. How did one thing not lead to another? How do people just stay on one topic? I agree, but we're doing a podcast. Well, I'm, if that's yeah, case, we just change it to the tangent show. Then I'd be probably staying on topic. But I know you would. You certainly would. I know you. Oh my god! But are we supposed to be? supposed to be showing our personality, like who we are? Like, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I just really don't understand how people don't speak in tangent. Period. I, I don't understand people, how people I don't talk most, over each other. I think most people interrupt do. each other. But it's just that we're on a podcast and we're supposed to stay on topic, but whatever. I've given into your, your wins. This is a show, it's a partnership, and so I agree to do go on the, the, the route that you want to go. And so if you, as my partner in this podcast, want to veer off topic, then I will follow your lead, which is what I've done. Because I support you. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I appreciate your support. No problem. <laughs> no problem at all. Whatever. I just don't get it. Didn't I want to. I, I want to um, acknowledge. Are we done with the mm-hmm. topic? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I want to. So. 
I want to acknowledge that this is the last episode of season two. Season three begins next week. Um, I want to thank everybody that's uh, tuned in, listened to a podcast here or there, or listened to every single episode. I want to acknowledge and and thank the people that have appeared on the show in the past couple of years. Um, And most importantly, I want to acknowledge my best friend, Marissa, for um, being consistent with the show and, you know. What? No, 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 it's it's not everything got to be a joke. The only reason I'm laughing is because it's like, I just want to acknowledge you for being consistent with the show. The reason it's funny is the people who know me. It's only funny to the people who know me because I am flighty. I'm not reliable. I am inconsistent. I am, I am, um, I go where the wind goes. I'm a free spirit. In, yes. in some instances. So the and fact that you're doing this about the head in our third season, I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, don't, I, I can't believe it. Shocking. And that's, and that's what makes it even funnier because it's just one of those things where it's like, if you, you know it, it's funny if you know me. If you don't genuinely know me, you have no clue. Right. Because I put on a great facade of having, I seem like I have it together. I seem like I am stoic and 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 steadfast, dedicated. Um, 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 you have a real high opinion of yourself. That's good. You should oh, well, shouldn't I? Hell yeah, I should. Because if you know that I'm that whether it's realistic or not, it's another story. But go ahead. Exactly, exactly. Because the reality of it all is, I'm a mess. I never do laundry. I barely cook. Food shopping is such a toll and a chore. Um, I'm very clean, but I'm messy. Um, I am neurotic about the dumbest things. Um, my sock drawer is impeccably lined up, color-coordinated, but if you see the pile of laundry that's standing next to my armoire, it's unbelievable. So it is what it is. I'm a mess, and I love me. It is what it is. So, and, and being friends with me is like being friends with 3,000 people because you never know what you're going to get. I barely know what I'm going to get from day to day and moment to moment. Inappropriate comments fly out of my mouth all of the time. I seem like I am the most jovial, um, um, lighthearted, um, and, and positive person in the world. I am the biggest Debbie Downer. I have dark humor. I'm constantly riddled with fear of death. I'm always thinking about how I'm going to die. I, we established last week I practice eulogies for the people that are in my life. And that's just it. But here we are. Heading for season three. Well, again, I'd like to thank all the people that have supported us over the last two years. I have no idea what the fuck Marissa was just talking about. <laughs> I just want to thank y'all. But I'm consistent with these tangents. Oh, my God. Thank y'all for tuning in every, every week and, you know, and following us and commenting on our clips and I think our clips, the new clips are working with our with the video. I think those, you know, they're getting a little bit more engagements, so that's cool. Um, but if you guys yeah. have any, any suggestions or ideas for future episodes uh, for this, this upcoming new season, please let us know. Um, we won't use them, but we'll be happy to, to, to read and accept them. Anyway. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh gosh! Oh me! Oh wait! I love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate yep. everything about you. 
everything you do. You're amazing. Ditto. <laughs> Mars? Oh, excuse me. I'm coming down with a cold and I'm laughing like that. Remember the little dance on the cartoon? Oh, my God. Anyway. Oh, only people who really had a good childhood know what cartoon that is. <clears throat> yeah. So. Call me, I love you. You want to wrap this up? It's your week. All right. Uh, where can they catch us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18 on Instagram, Twitter, awesome. Facebook, the Yep, yeah, yes podcast. Download and stream us via all your favorite streaming platforms, including iTunes, Podbean, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeart Music, and all of the others. Um, just say, hey, Alexa, can you play the Yep, yeah, yes podcast? And she will listen and she will play it. Can you believe it? Otherwise, just download it and play it whenever you want. Okay, first of all, you're going to have to write all that down because it is the perfect outro. This cannot be topped. <laughs> this cannot be topped. You need to write that down. Okay. Oh my gosh. Is that off the cuff? Yes. You're amazing. I am. <laughs> all right, y'all. Catch you next time. Love you. Mean it. Love you. Bye. Bye.